Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I'm your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the Soul Driven Podcast. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I am so thankful to have you here with me today. I am recording recording on a Saturday, which is not something I usually do, but something that I am definitely trying to, well, having to get in the habit of not necessarily recording on Saturday because I was hoping to do this much earlier in the week, but a couple of new things have really been happening on the back end of the podcast, uh, one of which um, it is now being edited by Rodrigo Albarcin. And, um, and he has definitely been wanting me to get my podcast to him much earlier than I was typically doing it. I was previously recording about a day or two before it actually went live. And so not much room for error, (laughs) but when you have someone come in who is now, of course, editing it, it's like, okay, I need, he needs some extra time. In addition, if you aren't familiar with our website, you're going to want to make sure and check that out. The link is in the show notes. And um, another thing that we've started elevating is show notes. And so um, thanks to my little right-hand lady, Miss Rachel, we are now putting together show notes on every episode. So if you don't follow the blog, make sure you do. Every week we post, of course, about the newest episode, but we include all of the show notes, like they're bulleted point out, like they're bulleted out in regards to some things that we talk about or like the subjects that are covered. So especially with interviews, if you're kind of thinking like, hmm, I don't know if this one is for me or not, that's a great resource for you. And yeah, just one more step in the iteration of this podcast Um, (laughs) it's, you know, I've, uh, I wanted to have a podcast for several years now and I couldn't finalize what it was I wanted to focus on for my theme. Um, and then last year it came to me. So I launched in March and it's really just been kind of such a whirlwind Putting together a podcast is a lot of work and it's just a continual pattern of growth. It's really interesting um, when I think back to what I was doing in the very beginning, like recording my podcasts on the, um, what is it, the notes app on my iPhone. And uh, now I have a fancy little microphone, thanks to Rodrigo as well, but um it's, you know, things have just continued to elevate. So make sure you're on the email list. There are so many things that I want to do. I know I've talked about them on this podcast before. 
Um, but I'm very much in this season of trying to be realistic about what I can do. I have a full agency to manage on a daily basis, um, in addition to just other things that I do. So it's just kind of crazy, you know, with, with the podcasts, like I, I started doing this, I thought it would be fun and enjoyable. And of course, the further I get into it, the more I love it, the more I see the impact of it and the more space I'm creating for it on my schedule. So yeah, just <laughs> ever evolving things. All that to say, I don't usually work, much less record on the weekend or Saturday. I work on Sundays, I should say, but definitely not Saturday. However, I've got to get this to Mr. Rodrigo so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> All right, so let's kind of jump into today's show, Taking Your Power Back. I think up front, what I just want to put out there is that I'm going to be talking about some, some things that I see in our society, and I'm going to be very direct about them. And I just want you to, you know, the, the things that I'm sharing aren't necessarily my beliefs, aren't necessarily things I agree with or disagree with. They are observations. And so I hope that it doesn't trigger you. I hope that you're able to kind of just flow with, with this and keep your mind open in regards to what it is that I'm talking about because today's message is very powerful and yeah, so I'm just going to get started. And I want to start with a quote. I actually have a couple of quotes throughout today's show. I love quotes. There's just something about, you know, someone being able to like summarize a big idea in one small quote. And I love that. Okay. So our quote for today, the first one, the price of greatness is responsibility by Winston Churchill. So today we're going to talk about responsibility. <laughs> now don't run away. Don't shut the, you know, the, um, don't switch episodes. I know, I know responsibility. It's not a sexy word. It's not a fun word. It's not even a word I really want to have in my vocabulary. But it's taken on such a huge meaning in my life, in our lives, I think. And while this may be my most unpopular and potentially least downloaded episode, you know, if the word gets out that it's about responsibility, but nonetheless, I have really felt called to talk to you about it because it is so important for us right now. So what is responsibility? The state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or of having control over someone. Today, that someone is you or me, us. We are talking about our responsibility for ourselves. Lately, I've been seeing it everywhere. This like pointing fingers in the other direction. This pretending that our state of being is the fault of someone else or something else. This need to just blame and blame. <laughs> I see it in the business owners who've had to shut down or lost business. 
They're angry with the government for not staying open, for not sending a check, for not allowing them to do as they please. I see it from parents and educators who are mad at the local governments, right? Mad at our schools or mad at our teachers. I see it from people on social media across the board. Of course, talking about politics, right? Everybody blames someone else. Folks pointing fingers at politicians and saying it's like their fault, it's that person's fault. Or at someone who's different than them or has a different point of view than them. Everywhere I look, we're mad at someone or something because things aren't the way that they were. And mind you, I've been in that loop too. This is definitely not me pointing a finger at you or anyone else because I'm guilty of everything I've just talked about as well. But this isn't about shame and nothing that I share today is about shame because there's nothing to feel shame about, right? We're all dealing with this total shakeup in our world, especially here in the US. This like modern generation hasn't ever experienced anything like this before. We're so used to our safety, to things being a very certain particular way. And that's totally lost to us right now. And we're all grieving. But if we're really honest, this isn't new. And when I say this, I mean the finger pointing specifically. I mean, here in America, the finger pointing and blaming has become so common that we elected a president whose number one defense of anything is to blame someone else, right? I mean, there's always, it's like, no, this person did it, this country did it, what if the case? To say like the virus is one person's fault, to say the war is one sector's fault, or that his own shortcomings are someone else's fault, right? We see this every day. It's modeled for us again and again and again. So I just wanna reiterate, there's no need to feel shame because that's not what this is about. It's about becoming aware, about realizing like what is happening, what's going on, and that we need to change it and can change it. So in the beginning of the lockdown, like I was good, right? I'm used to working from home. Um, my partner, he was going to work every day. Things more or less seemed normal. And I'm very used to adapting to my circumstances. And my last episode, my last solo episode, um, 10 Entrepreneurial Habits for Tough Times, I talk about this in depth. If you haven't listened to it, make sure and check it out. It's actually um, the most downloaded podcast that I have released yet. Um, it's really interesting how people like jump at certain podcast episodes over another. Um, but I share my top 10 like tried and true habits for dealing with upheaval. And I've been an entrepreneur for almost a decade now. So I got a pretty good looking toolkit. <laughs> um, but I got caught up in all of this too. I started pointing fingers as well. I found myself making excuses about why I couldn't do things like socially distance with my friends or go out in nature. Um, I blamed my depression and sadness on the different events, the things going on around us. And I ate myself emotionally into a few extra pounds. No shame, right? I know I'm far from alone. Most of us 
are all in this place and we have a valid reason to be, okay? That is what's real and true. But the question is, do we want to complain about our circumstances or do we want to take our power back? Do we want to wait for someone else to come up with some perfect solution or vaccine or do we want to do it ourselves? My second quote today, 99% of all failures come from people who have a habit of making excuses. That was from George Washington Carver. So what does it look like to start taking responsibility, especially in today's times? Here's some examples. Number one, a restaurant or gym owner getting creative, innovating, and shifting their business model to something else that's more sustainable and virus-proof. Maybe it works the first time, maybe it doesn't, but you're taking your power back. Another one, the political advocate who's going out and creating a unique way to get voters registered and enable them to vote instead of relying on our post office system. The social justice defender who uses strategy, education, and love to fight back instead of anger. The person who gained some initial COVID pounds, realizing their health is non-negotiable in these times and begins to change how they eat and move to get their body in shape for what's ahead. A town coming across something to pass policy and enacting campaigns that most align with what they want versus what the government wants, the federal government. It's reaching out to have a conversation with someone who disagrees with you with an open heart and learning about their point of view. We've all been giving our power away. We've been believing in other people to rescue us, to save us. We've allowed ourselves to get rude with other people on social media. I mean, some of the things that I see on social media blow my mind. And I've just started, you know, private messaging people when they're rude with me on my social media. And I'm like, hey, even if you disagree with me or even if you, you know, whatever, don't you think you could do that more kindly? in a kinder way. And it's always interesting because the response I get is like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I, I didn't mean it that way. And I think that's like for all of us, right? But in the midst of this, we've gotten so upset with people for disagreeing with us. We've become really judgmental in the midst of this virus. And it's time to take the responsibility for ourselves back. We need to take our power back. The bottom line is that we can't heal this world until we heal ourselves. It all starts at home, in our home, in our body, in our mind. We can't expect the world to be a better place until we are in a better place, right? We can't blame our problems on other people, our bosses, our politicians, spouses, kids, whatever the case may be. When we are the ones who are responsible for our lives and our decisions, Right now, there's a lot of finger pointing. There's a lot of conspiracy theories and reasons to be upset about this and that. But I invite you, instead of going outward and trying to fix our physical world, your physical world, let's retreat inside of ourselves and start working on our personal lives, on our traumas, on our pains, on our dysfunction, 
We want the world to change, but are we willing to do the same? We think our politicians should be these moral people and we hold them to this line, but do we hold ourselves in the same way, to the same measure? When we take responsibility for our lives, we empower ourselves to create the life that we want to live. And the lesson that I've been learning in my life is to stop looking outside of myself for answers. Everything I need to know is on the inside of me. I don't need anyone else. And this isn't me trying to be cool or thinking I'm better. That's not what this is about. I actually um, created a whole podcast about this, an episode. It's called I Am My Own Guiding Light. And yes, I will post both of these episodes, you know, the links and the show notes. But you should check it out if you kind of want to dig deep on how powerful you are. I am, and I have everything I need already right now, this minute, in my total train wreck life. I have everything. And that doesn't make me better or right. What it does is it makes me self-reliant, and that is a beautiful thing. It's not being selfish or thinking too highly of myself. It's putting on my big girl pants and saying, okay, 100% of of my decisions, my attitudes, my outcomes are my responsibility, regardless of what is going on in my world, period. It doesn't matter who hurt me. It doesn't matter who's making some decision that affects me. None of that matters. It is my responsibility to have a good attitude, to be hopeful for my future. When I was fired at my last job, Um, And I guess I should say (laughs) the job I had before I started my marketing agency in 2012. When I was fired at that job, something that I realized was I can't expect anybody else to invest in my future. I had been at this job for about I don't know, four months. It was like right at that time where you're getting ready to start getting your benefits. And um, and there were a couple of other perks that I was like getting ready to step into. And I was very excited. I had moved for this job. I mean, like, you know, um, I was there. And I got fired. And um, I was like, whoa, what the heck, you know? And... Um, I, I, I didn't fully understand it at the time, although there was a part of me that did. But what I really thought was like, okay, my future, I was 30 years old at the time. And I just thought, I don't want to put the rest of my life in the hands of somebody else. I can't expect anyone else to know me or to want to invest in my future. I need to do that for myself. And I can totally do that. I can trust myself. I know that I'm going to show up for myself. And so I went for it. And that's why I'm still here. And that's the tenacity that we all need to embody right now. Expecting politicians to save our business or a business, expecting conditions to be right, to make some kind of life change or personal change, or putting your present, your future in the hands of anyone else is not safe and does not serve you. My third quote of the day, (laughs) 
I think this is the last one. You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. Jim Rohn, very smart man. (laughs) So this is kind of all that I have for you, but I want to leave you with a few questions to really consider. If you want to dive deep, you could journal about these questions or, you know, like if you're just into thinking, you could go outside, sit on your porch, sit on a bench, sit on whatever and think about these questions because there are certainly questions that I've been really thinking about. One, do we unconsciously expect or hope for someone else who can make everything better? Two, do we complain about things that we could change ourselves? Three, Do we practice loving ourselves so that we can love others? Four, do we give ourselves room for error so that we can do the same for others? Five, do we live the life that we hold others to? The thing is, is that we are the creators of our life, our world. So it begins and ends with us every moment, every minute, every day. Everything in our lives is a reflection of us, of who we are. So we can't expect the world to be brighter or more loving until we do that within ourselves and in our own lives. I encourage you, take your power back. Don't wait on the next president to save the day. No one can live up to that expectation. Don't wait for your local government to pass laws that allow your business to reopen. Take a risk. Try something new. Innovate. Shift. Don't wait for your partner to love you. Love yourself. And then it won't matter what your partner does, right? Your life is a precious life, a beautiful life. Take responsibility and create the one that you dream of. All right, folks. That wraps up today's episode. And now I'm curious, how will you take your power back? Head over to the website by clicking the link in their show notes and leave your comments on today's post or find us on social media at Soul Driven Podcast. I love hearing from you. If you were inspired by today's message, please share this episode and leave a review on iTunes. Sign up for the email list to receive podcast updates and free tools and resources only shared with that community. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.